When money realizes it is in good hands, it wants to stay and multiply in those hands. Hi there, my name is Lily Edinamboche and welcome to season 2 of Pointers and 10. Your insights on tech, becoming a better leader, developing your personal brand or nailing your next interview. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where in the world you're listening to us. Today, I'll be speaking to two guests about bookkeeping, basic accounting, and negotiation for freelancers and developers. Our first speaker is a freelancer who will share from his experience as a software engineer. Then we'll move on to gather accounting best practices from our second speaker, who is an MBA student and an aspiring auditor. Norris, if you can hear me clearly, kindly share with us what you do and what you do when you're negotiating for a job. Okay, thank you, Lily. Um, so my name is Norris Abadjibatin. Um, I'm a software engineer at Quantum Group. I'm also, I also do freelance um, when I can. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, negotiation and pricing, it's always tricky because you're always... Um, playing along the lines of you getting rejected just because of your your price being too high or you being undervalued mm. because what, what they are offering is also too little. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's always a tricky uh, line to negotiate. Yeah. So mostly it boils down to you as a person. What, what, what do you stand for? Mm. So would you be willing to accept an offer that is um below what you think you deserve just to get the experience which is normally the case when you are starting Mm. or you would go in for um the offer just because uh, maybe you 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 probably don't have any any other better deal Mm. but then in in negotiation for salary the person you are talking with it is his job to undervalue you Mm -hmm. So, so you, you, have to, you always have to keep that in mind. So if yeah. you, you know that you really know your stuff and then the, the value that they are giving you is, is way too low, just stick to your guns and then you'll probably get an offer back because they will know that you know your value. Right. So pricing is always very, very tricky to negotiate, uh, negotiate around. Mm. But then it's, 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 it's a personal decision. Mm. Most, most, most of the time, you are going to be undervalued. But I would advise that if you know that you know your stuff, really stick to your your, your guns and then, hey, this is my final offer. So mm. it's, a, it's a take it or leave it. And it's, it's even worse with freelance because freelance is, uh, now it's not just like a monthly stipend anymore. It's what you are going to get for the service you are going to deliver. So do you, it's a decision also. Do you want to just do it to get clients on your portfolio? And then you probably you will probably lose in the end or you stick to your guns and then watch the client leave with um, his or her offer. Mm. So it's, it's always a, it's a, it's a difficult decision to negotiate, uh, negotiate around, but it's up to you as a person and what you stand for. Mm. 
Okay, interesting. So I was thinking about the technologies you use. So does it come in at any point? Probably you've taken a personal decision to understand your work, your value, your standard, and you know that probably you're a senior developer and probably this amount worked for you. But do you at any point look at technologies you have to probably sign up for, buy, and does it at any point come into the price you're demanding? Yeah, it's, 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 it's one of the key features. So with me personally, I'll, I'll look at what's your feature set. That's number one. Your your timeline, how, how soon do you want this, this delivered? That's number two. And what is the value to you? That's number three. That's, these are the main things I look for when I'm, I'm deciding on pricing. Mm. So depending on how complex uh, what you're asking for, and then how soon you want it, and then the value to you will determine the, the, the ultimate price that I, I would personally um, give you. Mm. So mm. Obviously, if you want a project very, very soon, your price will go up. It's, it's just like going to the tailor for express. Mm. That's so you, yeah, so definitely your price will go up. And then if you have a lot of feature sets, your price will also go up. And then this is the part where most people will, and uh, uh, underestimates the project. Mm -hmm. So you come to me that you want something like Uber. Mm -hmm. On the surface of it, Uber looks very, very simple. Yeah. But if you start drilling deep, you realize that it's a, it's a very, very complex system. So you can't just say you want something like Uber and then not give me all the feature sets that you want. It's, 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 it's very key in uh, putting down a contract because you deliver what you're supposed to deliver because mm -hmm. I'll give you my price depending on the feature sets. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then last thing is the value that you get. So right. if you go, uh, I'm, de I'm developing an app for you, Lily, and maybe an organization like maybe Standard Bank or maybe a government is that it could be like the, the app is exactly the same, but because of the difference in value, the price will just change. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, so that also is a factor. Wow, and, and then I know you guys have a lot of money because you're able to juggle quite um, a number of um, projects at a time. How do you stick to the discipline to save, to invest, what are some of the pointers, like just hacks you, you you share with other freelancers so they can be able to save money while they do all the work they do? Yeah, so my, my first, um, what, what I do is I pay myself. Mm. So if I'm going for a project that is X amount, I still know that this is my salary. So the rest of it is, is still not mine. Mm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very strict when it comes to setting rules for how I spend. Mm. I actually have um, an expense manager. I know the amounts I'm supposed to spend on transportation. I know the amounts. So everything I do, I record it on my phone. Wow. And at the end of the month, I look at it, realize, hey, well, what happened with uh, maybe food this month? How come I spent so much? And these mm -hmm. apps will give you graphs if you've Currently configured your um, your categories, you would know exactly where your money is going to, yeah. and then how you can manage to. Because the moment you get money as a human being, spending that um, occurs to you. 
That's so true. It's, it's, it's hard to it's, it's, it's hard to go against your innate nature. Mm. But you should know that it's it's what your worth is what you what you save, not what you earn. Interesting. Wow. So to be, yeah, your worth is what you what you save, not what you earn. I like that. So you should, you should always know that uh, money is hard to get, but easy to spend. Mm. So it's the mm. self discipline that you would need to to learn. Because I can't remember at the end of my national service, I realized I had less money than I started national service. Wow. Yeah, and that was wow. a, a big wake up call for me. Mm. So being number one is expense tracking that has really helped me. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you. This, these are very um, important for everybody doing freelancing or managing a business or a startup. And it's, I think it's essential because you want to make profit at the end of the day and not make a lot of losses. So thank you so much. So we've just heard from our tech person and he shared with us how he negotiates and how he places importance on value. And he's given us tips on how to manage our finances. He mentioned an expense tracker. Now let's go straight to our finance person who will share with us best practices and what basic accounting is that would help our journey as freelance people. So you may have flexible hours being your own boss and building a network of happy clients and uh, freelancing may seem like a very interesting thing to you but what about bookkeeping so you're welcome and tell us about yourself hi thank you for such a privilege and um i'm julietta fori um an mba student a a first year mba student who has had a taste of both auditing and accounting, and I hope to one day find myself in one of the big auditing firms, oh. which, which is close to an accounting firm, yeah. Mm. I love accounting because some people may say, why accounting? It, I think it keeps me on track, and mm. then it makes me compare. I love money. I think everybody loves money. So. Everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's, that's another thing that, but my first exposure was in, um, when I had my internship, and I think it was something I was ready to give it all my my best. Yeah, right. Interesting. When I did accounting, and uh, I think that was third year, I I was really wondering why we were doing it. It was it, it felt like a, a lot of numbers and so many things happening. I just had to study to pass. <laughs> but I I I think the conversation has moved from um, just passing in class to now being practical about it. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned early on in my introduction that it may be very uh, fancy for entrepreneurs to be entrepreneurs and be your own boss and all the specs that comes with working in the house. But are you able to tell us some of the mistakes we do when we have money at our disposal and when we, we, we are our own boss and we, we have the few wheels to spend? What are the mistakes that comes with that? I think with being your own boss, online. Like working under someone where you give an account. I think the first thing is we don't give accounts to whatever we do. We just keep going because we know, like be an like CEO, you know, should I say you own the money or you run the money? So that is one of the biggest mistakes we make. And I, I giving account is not just writing pen and paper. You know, if you've gone over budget, you've stayed within your limit, you can do better. You or it's just to keep you track. That is all I'll say. And also, 
another thing is paying ourselves. Most of us don't do that. I think maybe when I get there, I think that would be a problem to paying yourself and then making sure I take this and this is what I take. I think those are the few things I'll say being your own boss we usually do. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that we know the things that happen or the ills that happen when you are an entrepreneur or on your own, how do we correct them? How do you ensure that you're on track and doing the right things? Okay. So first of all, as I started with staying within your budget, which is a key thing. Um, I think um, you should set money aside for that. You should set cash aside for that. You should have a software, maybe Excel or, or any special software that you know you make entry. Okay, I bought this, I did this. You know, in accounting, everyone, anyone who did basic accounting knows your revenue and then your expenses, your what you your costs. So at the end of the day, you know if you are making a loss or you are, you are, you are gaining more. And also, I also say keep your receipts because sometimes your invoices, your receipts helps you know if uh, if you did price quotations, you could have done better or you could have it would have been worse. You could have done better or something. So that is all I would say. Maybe that's what I'll say for now. And maybe right. Okay. So uh, I I did even still so, within your budget. Right, and stay within your budget. Right. Okay, so um, even though mm-hmm. I did accounting in school, I still, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I remember everything that I did. But so are you able to tell us what is revenue, what is income, what's an expense? And if we're to go through a normal budget for somebody who ends at home, being an entrepreneur, what would you say should, how would it be divided and for what purposes? And what, how do you identify what's even an expenses? what an income is and what you're going to investment. So you can run us through a typical process of creating, say uh, a budget or something that can help you stay on track. Okay, so with an income, um, we know when you're starting a business, you start with a capital. Yeah, that is what you start with. But at a point in time, your capital, whatever you do, um, revenue is more like um, what you give out and what you what you get in return. So revenue is not just the cost price, but it comes with a margin of profit. It depends on how high or low. Margin is just like a percentage of it. Yeah, in accounts, we have markup, markdown. It depends on how you want to go about it, but just the margin of your profit. And with the cost, which we know the price of it. So at the end of the day, in order to make profits, in, uh, economist goes differently, but with accounting, it's all about your sales and your revenue. That, and the, that's that's what your sales, which is your revenue, and then the cost. That is where we get we get our profits from. So if you wanted to say do A or B, and then you find out sometimes we go a little beyond budgets. If you think, uh, let me say why I find myself now. You go to a shop. You intended buying ABC, but you realize, okay, they're having sales. So I can go a little beyond ABC and maybe add D. Adding D is because you think you will need it maybe somewhere sooner, sooner than expected. Okay. Sure. Thank you so much. Okay. So you mentioned Excel and how to um, keep us on track. Are there any other software or apps you know that can help? And then you can, or even what way we should write it. So you can just share with us if there are any tools you can explore. 
I think that there's quite some of the quick books like Tally and other books, but it 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 all it all depends. Uh, I think most most especially as we mentioned earlier on, people feel giving account is is a big deal. But I think you start from somewhere and then you end to another. You can just even start if you don't have the money for just um, a software or something. If you are just starting with with it. I think Excel helps a lot because with the math, with the addition, with the subtraction, you can just try and figure a way out. You know, this is A, B, C. If say you have a project upcoming, this is what you bought, this is what you are supposed to do, this is what it will help you. And at the end, you realize, okay, am I really getting the returns as expected? Or do I have to also make investments so that, okay, so when you get money out of whatever you did, you can also make some investments and also follow from there. So I think with giving account, it really helps. I, I, I find I'm so particular about this because my mom, who's a trader, happens to, you know, it looks like she's really trading. But sometimes I ask myself, is she really making profits as we perceive? Because, you know, with traders, sometimes you buy on credit. Sometimes it's your own money. So combining all these, sometimes I ask myself, if we are to give account of whatever she's doing now, is she really making profits as it looks or she's mm. making a loss? So that's why I'm more particular about that. Yeah. Interesting. I also know um, about apps and software. I think I've mm -hmm. come across uh, a software or app called Wave and it's able to generate invoices for people. It's, it's quite simple to follow through. So maybe um, the listeners... Yeah, wave. Okay. W A V E. So maybe the listeners can also explore that. Now we are coming to an interesting part before we conclude. You know, um, we 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 know that when you are when you're on your own or an entrepreneur, you have to do most of the negotiation yourself. Are you able to say or give us tips about negotiating? How do we ensure you're paid for what you do? Pay for what you do in other ways. I'll paid say well. paid yeah. well. <laughs> paid yeah. well. Okay, so um what I would say is I think sometimes where we find ourselves, we like making comparison, but you should always stand, you should make sure you should also um, find out about you know in the markets there are so many competition there. So first of all, you should know what you want to to charge for or what you want to go for secondly you should know what you are providing don't be don't let it be the focus be so much on your competitor but you should just stand by what you want to charge and also be reasonable because you know we love to find out what's going on with other people price quotation that is one thing we we, we, we do so well so mm. that is what i would say yeah okay so thank you so much Juliet. Maybe your concluding words you can share with us generally um, how to stay out of debt and what um, good practices exist about handling and keeping money and then we round off on that. Okay, so I'll just say we all hope to get more money one day or get money, money. I'll say we, we at least get satisfied with how well or how rich we, as you, the more you get, the more your needs and wants increases. So as a freelancer the little you get i believe in investing i'm not a high risk taker i'll say mm. but if in a little way your returns or your profits you could also put it back in the business or invest it in a way 
definitely you should find a way out and also remember hey first year or first two years of your business or maybe five years you shouldn't increase your profit that much you should you should know you 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 lose now to gain later in the future so that's all i'll say yeah right thank you so much Thanks to you, our listener, for listening to today's episode. In the spirit of community and finding answers together, I'll catch you on the next episode of Pointers and 10. Remember to share, subscribe, and leave us a review at anchor.fm forward slash pointers hyphen in hyphen 10. The same is linked in our show notes above.